Hey everybody and welcome to episode 7 of Nerd to the Third, your stop for video games, movies, and everything nerdy. Today we bring you the power of three with your hosts, Nick, Nate, and the ever-rotating third chair, the member of all my sexual fantasies when it comes to a man. Coach! My friends call me Coach. <laughs> I was going to do it, damn it. I know, that's why I jumped the gun. You I took had to get my thing. <laughs> Giggity. <clears throat> All right, quick grinding here. Make sure to go to TX3 Productions. That is our Twitter. You can talk to us there, and also you can find where our Discord is and also have conversations with us, with us there. Um, another thing is check out our other podcast called ubi chat ubi chat is a podcast about ubisoft and we talk about games both old new and in the future and just general ubisoft topics really have a fun time that is actually nate who hosts it so he gets to put on his big boy pants and have a good time he's i'm a big kid now yeah he does such a good job yes he does Fun fact, there are some really obscure-ass Ubisoft games that I had no idea existed. Right. <laughs> Tune into the episode to find out more. Tuned out to find out more. We are officially switching to weekly, so we decided to make sure to do the episode on the correct day this week so that you guys didn't get too confused on us. But starting this month, we are now officially weekly. So this means we're going to be recording on Sunday and then uploading it on Monday morning. So now tune in every Monday at 8 central time, I guess. I don't know. I'll figure it out. (laughs) Let's say central, you know. Leave out, uh, leave out all us, us, you know, Westerners and Easterners. And we're like, wait, what is that? So, anyways, so yeah, eight o'clock Central Standard Time will be a weekly podcast. Now, I'm super excited about this um, because now you just get uh, like a quadruple dose every month, and sometimes maybe even five. You could get five doses of us a month in a month like that's going to be your lucky month we'll call that you know uh a leap year month wait what anyways i'm really i'm lost in the conversation already i just (laughs) keep going totally spun me out of control there (laughs) all right well let's get this show started with you want to know what really pushes my buttons So what really pushes my buttons is when a really big company is on the little guy. So um, this is actually pretty brand new news to us. Uh, just happened today, actually. And that is IGN actually plagiarized another person's review. To be clear, it wasn't exactly IGN. It was a freelance reviewer. However, you know, obviously this person does work for IGN. So... Probably not anymore. Well, to clarify, this guy, he wasn't freelance. He was staffed. Oh, really? Yeah, he was staffed. I'm pretty sure he was the new host of uh, Nintendo Voice Chat because I know Jose Otero left like a few months ago. Yeah, so I don't know if he's going to have a job anymore. I know that 
this happened this morning yeah. and IGN since has taken down the video and made a statement. So yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll see what happens to him. Yeah. And I mean, the, the evidence is, I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard. Cause it's like watching one of those Amy Schumer, you know, stole a bunch of jokes. It's like watching one of those. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, there, there's the whole argument of parallel thinking. And so that basically means that, you know, two comics or in this case, two reviewers had very similar ideas. And so then when they put it down on paper, they just happened to plagiarize somebody. But then when you see the side by side comparisons, it's it's pretty damning because it's like it's basically like if I copied and pasted somebody's essay and then, you know, I'm in high school and I paste it and then I just change maybe the order of a certain sentence or I change um, one word into a different word to make it. No, well, it's not exactly the same. So I didn't plagiarize, you know, right. It's, that's what it kind of seems like. I mean, am I the only one that thinks that or? No, I mean it, it. It definitely when you see when you kind of compared them, like switching out the videos, it's like okay, there's similarities, but the the original. So the original person that is the basis of oh, this was plagiarized was from Boomstick Gaming, and he posted a video of the IGN review and his review playing side by side, and so he would clip one, clip the other, clip one, clip the other, but they're on the screen at the same time, and. Like the begin, he even points out in the video in the beginning, it's like, okay, that's not exactly what I said. It is different, but let's continue. And like, he would go on to play some from his review, and then he would play in the same section of the IGN review, and it sounded identical. I see right. where you're coming from with the Amy Schumer thing. Um, I want to say that there is a difference here. I can't be specific and tell you exactly what it is, but um, I think the biggest thing with this is the fact of this could make IGN lose all of its credibility. Right. And I mean, I don't feel like, do they have a lot in the first place? Well, for the most part, yeah. For the past 20 years, that's what they've built their business on as being this credible main source for, for gaming. I know there's been some cases in the past where something like this has happened or there has been a rumor that this has happened, but this is the first time I've seen like word for word evidence. Hey, this looks very much plagiarized. Coach, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the biggest thing to remember is that plagiarism isn't necessarily word for word, but it could also be like idea for idea. Right. Um, you know, like the common statement of, you know, let's just say, for example, Abraham Lincoln was a great president. That'll be mm-hmm. something that you'll see like pretty much everywhere. Right. So yeah, it right. Yeah. have that issue. But as soon as you start taking specific uh, words or phrases or ideas uh so for like a video game you know it could be you know i don't know because i'm not a reviewer but if you're playing god of war and somebody makes a comparison that nobody had ever heard of before and then in your review you say that same exact thing where it's no longer original right so, so that's the key is is it original or not not necessarily are they using the same words or ideas but is it original it's yeah. kind of like if somebody, if some small little black man decides to become a comedian, right? At that point, he's a ripoff of Kevin Hart. That's why people <laughs> that, you know what I mean? Like, that's why people that are claimed to be ripoffs of people don't generally be successful because they're plagiarizing somebody. Yeah. So, 
you know, I think that's kind of the major issue here is it's not original. You know, so it's not so much that it's not so much that they use similar phrasing because you'll find that in every video game review there's similar phrasing, but when you start hitting on the same key points, the same uh, ideas, you know what could be improved, and you hit the exact same points, that's kind of an issue. Yeah, and see, I think another thing that does it's very damning as far as IGN is the fact that his like review was like back. I want to say June 24th, if I'm not mistaken. So it was like, it was a while back, you know, he obviously, or July 24th, maybe it's July 24th, either way, either way, this guy clearly got an early copy of it. Maybe he was one of the backers or something like that. So he got the early copy of it and he did his review. And so then for IGN to come out, I want to say it was on the 5th. So this would have been two days ago. Um, They come out on the 5th and all of a sudden they have very similar things. That's probably the most damning evidence against them right now is the fact that here it's, it's a clear timeline, you know, it becomes a lot more muddled. And so that also kind of brings up the question like, okay, IGN, they said they're going to investigate so, like, are they going to go through the script and, like, figure out, like, how much is, quote, unquote, plagiarized or how much is similar? And so, therefore, it's like, oh, well, this phrase was similar, but then he went on to make a different point. So that makes it OK. Like, how much, I guess, how much plagiarism is acceptable as far as it's like, okay, this was clearly like the same type of phrase that he used. What is the odds of them both using that phrase? Well, I mean, if IGN is doing their own investigation, there's not going to be plagiarism found, (laughs) you know, like you have to have, you have to have a third party do it. So this idea that, Oh yeah, IGN's going to, IGN ain't trying to, you know, damage themselves, you know? So I think that that I mean, other than the fact flawed. that they caught it, and so therefore they, it could be a good PR stunt for them to fire him. As far as a, like, hey, look, guys, we're not that company that you think we might be. So, you know, we're saying goodbye to this person. And you know, that's probably the most logical step. You know, so yeah. I guess they quote unquote do their investigation, but they're not going to say. Oh, yeah, there was plagiarism and then not fire the guy. So either there's no plagiarism and they keep the guy or there's plagiarism and he gets fired. If IGN is doing it. Exactly. If it's a third party, you know, if it's a third party, then they could claim plagiarism and IGN will say, well, in our investigation, it's not. And, you know, but if IGN does it, either the guy stays or he goes. And that determines if there's plagiarism or not. Yeah. I do also want to reiterate that um, all of this that happened more than more than likely was the sole responsibility of the reviewer who who did it. Um, I don't think IGN as a company or anybody above him was like, has any, like, is at fault for this? Because I know even Greg and Colin from kind of funny and Colin's doing his own thing. Now they've told stories before of after a period of time um, when they, you know, kind of rose up in the ranks or whatever they, whatever positions they were at, they thought it was weird that they didn't have to submit their thing to the editor, oh, you know, to, that's a good to be point. like, to be like, Oh yeah, this is good to be vetted. Like they were just like, yeah, go ahead and post it. And I'm sure some of that's changed, but 
I, I, some people are, are probably going to want to take pitch, pitchforks to IG and be like, see, you guys are so irresponsible. It's like, well, yeah. it, it's the sole like person at fault is this guy. It's not necessarily IGN. IGN's trying to right. do their best to s- fix the problem now. But, yeah. I mean, that is the problem. And that's kind of what I was going towards as far as like people hating IGN. Pretty much anybody who gets too popular as far as, you know, IGN, the numbers they pull in is so much. So basically what will happen is that like they review something badly that everybody likes. And so that means they were paid off by the competition or they give God a review or God of review. (laughs) They get God (laughs) of war, such a good review. So it's like, Oh, Sony is clearly paying these people, you know, and it's, it's, it's unfair because there are journalists who work there. They are real journalists, journalists. They went to school. There are ethics and everything associated with being a journalist and being a journalist company. You can't be biased. You can't take bribes and everything. And like, I feel like there are, Uh, There is a good group of people who understand that. And then there's the other group of people who are going to take something like this and just be like, see, this proves my point. Just like if you like or dislike Trump, all you need is one thing to convince you one way or the other. He could say something and you could be like, see, Donald Trump is a great guy. You know, he's talking about like the California fires and it's like, oh, see, Donald Trump cares about us. Even though we're a blue state, he cares about us. But then he says, you know, something else. And then it's like, well, but what about this? This means that I hate him. You know, it's it's inner politics of even just gaming, even just being a freaking nerd can just be a little ridiculous as far as it's like, well, I don't agree with IGN on their God of War assessment. So that means that they were paid off. That means that they're just bad people. You're talking about bias. Someone should tell Polygon that. Ooh. Oh, yeah. fwe, fwe, fwe. got him! Got him! <laughs> got him! Did I ever tell you guys I met him before? Well, sorry, what? Did I ever tell you guys that I met the DZNets guy? No, oh, this is the first. I thought you meant I met Polygon. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, I that's met the DZNets impressive. guy. I've met yeah, an on idea. Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, Go ahead. We were just we were we were just walking, and all of a sudden I hear D's nuts, and I said, "I I swear to God, that's not who I think it is." And I turn around, and sure enough, it's him. I'm like, "Oh my god, that's really? awesome! That's, that's kind of awesome. cool." Well, yeah. I'm at the Green Power Ranger, so that's way cooler. See, yeah, that's, that's, way, that's way ten cooler. times cooler. Actual like televised right there. So he lives close to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for you. <laughs> My clothes like three hours away, but still. All right. So, I mean, that's our opinion on the whole situation. What is your opinion? And let me know both if you like IGN or if you dislike. And, you know, I'd like to see if that kind of affects your opinion on it or not. So let me know. You can go to TX3 Productions on Twitter. Or, hey, just go ahead and go to uh, threatx3productions at gmail.com. You can also just shoot us a line there if you'd like. Um, but let's go ahead and move into the weekly grind. Have you ever felt? Are you listening? 
So, Weekly Grind is where we talk about what we've been up to, what we've been doing in the background. So, let's start with our guest, Coach, which actually you're you're officially a part of the team, but for now you're a freaking guest. I'm still the fall guy, so it's fine. I'm a guest. I went dark there. Dark in my mind. Oh, no. I'll get to that in a minute. (laughs) I will get to that in a minute, okay? Let me tell you. So... Really, gaming-wise, uh, I started back at my job, um, you know, a couple weeks ago with, like, teacher pre-planning days and whatnot, so I'm really just now starting to get back into the swing of work, um, being a teacher and all, and so now I'm trying to get used to going back to bed at, like, 10.30 and waking up at 5.30 and all this Nerd. kind of stuff. So. <laughs> I know, I know, but it's actually pretty nice because I'm done with work at, like, 1 o'clock, um, just yeah. because of how my schedule works out, so it's pretty sweet. But uh, so actually, uh, slash... real quick for everybody, real, real <laughs> quick for everybody. Sorry, it's 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 relevant, but you know, I used to be a cab driver for everybody who didn't know, but now I'm 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 studying to become a school bus driver. So uh, I'll pick them up and take them, and you teach them. Okay. Hey, that sounds good. And you know, bus driving is not a bad gig, really. Like for what it is, no, it's, not it's bad. yeah. For what it is, I'm actually but, um, crying. I get excited. So, go ahead. What what have you been playing? But uh, as far as so as far as video games, I really haven't played a ton. Um, played No Man's Sky, uh, and then you know, it's now the sports video game season. You know, you're, so you're going to have Madden, uh, NBA, two NBA games, wrestling, soccer. Uh, two soccer games. Uh, so you're going to have a bunch of games coming out. And this week just happens to be Madden. Uh, so I've just been playing Madden a it's little bit. It's in the game. Yeah, it's in the game. And, you know, this year is pretty good. Maybe at some point I can do like a solo review on it, like a little five, ten minute thing. But uh, it's pretty good. So that's, you know, per, you know, outside of No Man's Sky, that's all I've been doing as far as video games. Now, for those that don't know, I watch a ton of movies. Um and I usually go once a week, sometimes twice a week, just depending on the situation. But this week was The Darkest Minds. And let me tell you, this thing is a total throwback to like 2011 teenage dramas. Uh, yeah. You know, back so to. So, like a the, Hunger Games kind of thing, or even worse? Yeah. I would say, think of Hunger Games, you know, post post-apocalyptic there's a love story involved that didn't need to be there um and just some of the dialogue is super corny i mean Mm -hmm. so just kind of think of that and the twilights and uh divergent when that first came out and just that sort of stuff i mean just the looks of it kind of look like something like uh heroes you remember that one yeah like here's the thing the premise is pretty cool um, mm-hmm. and basically what it is, is there's this disease that spreads over the earth that I, I guess only affects kids. Now it huh. doesn't ever define what a kid is. Is that 18 and under? Is that, you know, 16 and under 10 and under? It never really defines mm-hmm. it, but there are some like older kids, you know? So, um, but so this disease happens when this girl is 10 and basically the government uh, rounds up all these kids with this disease because it gives them superpowers and it gives them different and they label them with different colors. So there's essentially only five superpowers that are given is like super smart, uh, telepathy and, uh, like controlling electric currents, I guess. 
Hmm. Um, and then the last two is you can like control minds and put thoughts into people's heads and all that kind of stuff. And the the other one is like you're just a brute that breathes fire. Uh, and Interesting. They, yeah, so they color they put them on to different color codes, and the movie is all about them trying to get to this like utopian style ordeal. And the whole movie, man, the acting was bad. The action, while when there was action, it was pretty good, but it was so limited and jarring. Mm. And the biggest issue I had with this movie, it played to a sequel. So right, okay. So it's all exposition to what feels like a sequel that may or may not ever happen. And I wish movies would just give me a good story, give me some good action yeah. or whatever, and see what happens from there rather than making it feel like half a movie. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. If you're gonna do that, yeah, it's just, so disappointing. Yeah, like it's just it was so it was it made it terrible because nothing happened in the first movie that was of any real significance until the last, I don't know, 30 minutes, mm, 20, yeah. you know, and the movie's like an it hour. It looks really good. I had high, I had high hopes for it when I saw the trailer. Right. Yeah. Like, like when I saw it, I was like, Oh, this looks pretty cool. It reminded me of that uh, movie that came out like in 2012, the I am number four movie. Um, that was pretty good. Yeah, it was I mean, pretty good. And, equally you know, the, bad acting, but... <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of in that same vein as far as the acting in it and some of the dialogue choices and stuff. But, you know, cool concepts some cool action sequences. But at least with Iron Number 4, I didn't feel like it was just to set up a sequel. This movie was like, we're here to set up a trilogy. And yeah. it was just, man, give me a better movie than trying to set up this universe. Like Marvel has screwed up how they make movies from the standpoint of everybody wants to be a with it withheld universe and have yeah, multiple yeah. movies stemming from it. And man, it was so it just turned into a bad film. Like I thought about leaving after 30 minutes, but I'm with the AMC stubs list. So I was there for free and I was like, well, I'm here. I have nothing else to do. So let's just finish it out. And yeah. Uh, hmm. So the last 30 minutes were okay. But everything else yeah. is hot garbage. <laughs> That's disappointing. That's very disappointing. All right. Well, Nate, what have you been up to? Uh, well, my wife and I, the main thing is we've been binging uh, iZombie on Netflix. Oh, okay. And, man, I cannot give the show enough credit. Like, it is a really interesting take on the whole zombie genre. Mm-hmm. And... It seemed like within the first two seasons, it seemed pretty like, okay, like I get this, I get where it's going, but go to season three and, and like on to season four, it changes up the formula 100% and everything about it makes sense. Um, the characters are great. Rahul Kohli, he's the, um, he's one of the main actors. He's hilarious. Uh, he's, so if you haven't, I'm, I'm doing a bad job here. If you haven't heard or haven't seen iZombie before, it's basically about uh, a girl named Liv, which I will say the names in the show, because this used to be a graphic novel. Yeah. The names in the show are so funny because they're so like on the, on the, on the nose. So <laughs> Liv, the, okay. <laughs> yeah. Liv Moore is her name. That's her name. <laughs> nice. And she gets, she gets turned into a zombie. Mm-hmm. And she basically, she's still living. She just looks pale and has like, 
like platinum blonde hair. Right, right. Um, so she had this life that she was on and she quits her job. She quits her schooling and works in a morgue so she can have access to brains. Well, she discovers that when she eats brains, she gets visions of the person's brain that she just ate. So mm-hmm. it helps her to solve crimes. Huh. So it's like and medium, but with a zombie. Basically. Yeah. And so it it gives you an interesting take on a like a crime show, uh, on a kind of funny crime show. But as the later seasons go on, they basically build this universe into something different. Mm-hmm. And everything about it is contextual and it makes sense. Like nothing hmm. about it's like, uh. But um, it's really good. We're on season four right now and they're just starting to shoot season five. I think tomorrow is when they start production. Oh, um, interesting. Is is so it's, would you consider the show like a comedy or a dramedy or is it more it's an action show with comedy intertwined? Like how would you describe the I guess the Definitely more aspects? of a definitely more of a comedy. Okay. Um it yeah, like Rahu Kohli, he plays the quirky sidekick basically. He's the uh he's Liv's boss in the morgue. They're, they're both medical examiners. Right. Um but it's got some drama moments, like especially in season two, there's some like really kind of like kind of hits you moments right. between the characters. But for the most part, yeah, it is a comedy. Because I've been told a couple of times that I need to watch it and I just haven't. But so it was something I thought it's, about watching and I just haven't. Uh, so I might check it, it out. It does. Did you like Warm Bodies? I actually never saw Warm Bodies. Did, Nick, did you see Warm Bodies? Nope. It kind of does something because Warm Bodies is a movie about a zombie who is trying to turn back human, basically. But it's a zombie movie from the zombie's perspective. Right. So, like, the internal monologues and all the stuff is from the zombie. And it kind of does the same thing with this show of it kind of does a twist on the zombie genre. Interesting. Um, Besides that, um, I've started doing a rewatch of the star Wars clone wars animated show. Uh, nerd alert. I'm watching it in chronological order because <laughs> I found that on the internet. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, so insane that it wasn't in order when it aired. Wait it's a not. second. What? They aired yeah, the no, shows it's... out of order. Like that. So that's so, so yeah, confusing. I, I can't, I can't explain why. Like, I really don't know why. Like, the um, pilot but, is, like, season two, episode 23. Like, Okay, who very- found this out, and how did they keep it straight when it first started? So, the way Clone Wars is, like, if you watch it just how it is on Netflix, like, nothing doesn't, nothing, everything makes sense. So, basically, what you think you're watching is just separate stories, and uh-huh. in the seasons, there are, like, three or four episode arcs, which... Those across those four episodes, it's it's a connected story. Uh-huh. So it's, it's since, since they're only twenty two minutes, but um, that's how it originally aired was these separate stories. What you can do is you can watch them in chronological order. So for the most part, it's the same, except for like if you start at the beginning, you start with an episode from season two and then episode one, and then you watch the tie in movie that came out before the show came out it's really confusing and i don't have a clear answer why but to give you an example what i just said those two episodes lead into what happens in the movie so in in order of release the move the movie came out before the show did to kind of give you hey this is the world we're creating right 
Um, but some people noticed. And I watched that, hey, that movie. Yeah, some people were like, "Hey, isn't didn't this battle already happen?" So if you watch it on Netflix, you're not watching at any disadvantage because you basically are just like, "Oh, this is just you know." different stories throughout these seasons but if you Mm -hmm. watch it chronological it kind of makes it a little more clear and it's not a hard effort right it's not so but it's cool for me because i've already seen the show twice i watched it when it aired and then i rewatched it a year ago on netflix so um it's cool for me to watch it in a different order because it does make sense it does make more sense and like that's so that is so weird like i've never heard of another series doing that like for instance uh like supernatural i love supernatural super cheesy obviously but like they don't do stuff out of order like they don't just like jump around even though they they very well could as far as it being a very procedural show where here's a new monster they got to find out a new mystery you know and but yeah they've i can't think of a single other show that does that if i was to take a guess i think it's because they maybe had plans for certain episodes that they couldn't exactly just come out right out of the gate at the beginning of the series and be like, hey, this is... So, like, another example I have, in the first season, there's an episode called Rookies, where you meet these five clone troopers that have different personalities. Such yeah, a good episode. Like you, you, yeah, you see the Really good episode. The, yeah. Well, there's an episode in season four called um, New Recruits or something like that, and it's those clones in training but because they couldn't tell that story right away i guess i guess they had Mm. to wait a little bit they told that story later on so it was more like a flashback yeah so that's that's what it was supposed to be but you can watch that episode before you watch rookies that's what the chronological order is (sighs) okay yeah no that actually sounds really cool i might try that yeah, and send, yeah. Me, send so. me the link. <laughs> and it's not okay. like uh, it's really just the first and second seasons. After that, they pretty much stay in order. But like the first two right, seasons, right. they're like oh, all okay, out of okay. whack. Like episode twenty one through twenty three is like the first like three episodes of the show, and then it's like season two, episode eight, randomly thrown in there. Like it's a bit mm. wild. Yeah, yeah. So so the first episode in this chronological list, the first episode is from season two that that they tell you to watch and then the second one's from season one and then that goes into the movie there's something that happens in the movie that they show later on in these other episodes which again i don't know why they did that i'm gonna <laughs> assume it's just it's just the order in which they came out i wonder but, if it had to do with like budgetary stuff i know that might not make a whole hmm, lot of maybe yeah. some yeah. episodes had better animations over the course of time so it could have something to do with it yeah right but the biggest thing for me is I played a lot of the Black Ops Four beta this Ooh, weekend. Ooh, yay! Very oh, exciting. please! Did they have did they have Blackout available? No, that's that's in September. Damn it! So basically, the 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 beta that I installed was thirty two gigs this God weekend. Bang! And so what that is is when the open beta is comes out this weekend. Excuse me. When the open beta come out comes out this weekend i can still use that same thing that i downloaded i don't have to download something separate nice. and when blackout comes out in september the beta for it it's the same app as well it's the, right it's and you'll the same just update file. it or whatever exactly so nice it's uh <laughs> it was a roller coaster honestly hmm. and i feel like that's across the board throughout the community um of a lot of people like over the course of the weekend there's a lot of times i loved the beta and a lot of times i hated it because interesting of, 
there's just some things that are more frustrating than others. Um, something I will say is I think that they're going in a, in a cool direction. Yeah. Um, they definitely added, they added a lot more tactical, a lot more of a tactical nature to this one, but not as much as I thought they would. Okay. It's just little tweaks that they instituted. So like, for example, you're watching your mini map more or you're watching your health because you don't auto, you don't auto regenerate. Right. Anymore. Right. You don't, got so do manual, me a favor. I like. Do me a favor, pick like, look, I always like ending on positive notes because I'm just a positive guy. So let's pick like three things that were just like, oh my God, this is so stupid. And then let's end on a good note so it sounds like you actually somewhat like the game. And then you can give your full, your full thing. So give me, th- what are three things that you didn't particularly like about the game? Um, so there's, they changed the pick 10 system around. So you basically, you have your two guns, you have your primary, secondary, and then you have the normal pick the attachments at the bottom. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm laying this out the way it's laid out, like on screen. So the next box is your, um, equipment and you can pick between doing a stem shot, which is basically a fast, like your, your, your health thing that you use to be to. Right, right to heal yourself it generates faster than than the typical there's another one that goes for equipment which basically does the same thing except it charges your tactical abilities and your um like your specialist ability faster Hmm. and so there's another one in in the in is that in the place of the stem shot then yes oh wow okay interesting so you can pick that you can pick armor which basically gives you 50 more 50 plus more health you start with 150 Okay. And then there's another one um, that gives you, you basically can get your score streaks faster. And then there's another one called Acoustic Sensor, which does the same thing that Sixth Sixth Sits did in Black Ops 3. Yeah. um, Where you basically get a perimeter of where the enemy is. And which I used a lot because it does help. It it does really help out gameplay. But the the thing, one of the things I don't like is the armor thing. So Drifter, if anyone's heard of Drifter, you probably have. He did a video talking about his critiques, and I'm going to mirror what he said about armor. Armor, You're going to mirror it. You're not going to plagiarize it, correct? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Armor is very annoying. Um, Basically, from his interactions and mine, anytime I saw someone with armor, there was about a 75% chance that I was not going to get that kill, and he was going to get that kill on me because he had extra health. Nice. Okay. Makes sense. So the way it's balanced right now, it's not... It, it, it could it could be better. He wants it taken out completely. I'm kind of middle middle of the road mm-hmm. on it. Well, I mean, um, doesn't that make sense though? Like, if you pick a subtype that gives you more health, that you that they would outlast your. Let's say, you know, if all your guns and damage are equal, that he would just outlast you. Like, doesn't that like differentiate the playstyles a little bit? Yeah, and so a couple things they do to counteract that is they have a new attachment called AP rounds, which armor um, piercing. Okay, okay. Yeah. So so they so if you have those equipped at all times, you're good. You're good to go. Like you're gonna do more damage with the armor piercing than you would, and you get those fairly early. So yeah, it's a good way to counteract that armor. But it's just kind of annoying when you don't have it and someone else does, and right. it's like, well, there's there's a good chance that that's gotta, that guy's gonna get a free kill. So, I mean, now the armor, is that also in place of the stim pack? Well, so you can heal yourself no matter what. The stim pack 
makes that um makes it go faster yeah it makes it go faster it yeah it just regens faster. yeah it takes it takes a lot longer for your auto heal to kick in unless you have the stim pack correct it's 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 not a lot longer but it is noticeable difference okay um so yeah all of those that i said you can pick between having one of those okay so it's an interesting do i want to do i want to um do I want to heal more or do I want to just straight up have more health? And then like, that's always kind of what makes, I think call of duty interesting in the sense of, you know, there's always kind of like rock, paper, scissors going on. It's like, Oh, I have ninja, you know, on, but somebody could have awareness on to counteract that. Right. Right. So there there is a balance in place, but I think it could be tweaked a little bit more. Um, The second thing I don't like is, do you guys remember drop shotting being a big deal in Call of Duty? Yeah. It's replaced by scuff jumping. What the freak is scuff jumping? So basically in this game there's no advanced Fails movement. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> there's no advanced movement, but you still can power slide. Like if you're running and you hit the thing to oh, crouch okay, yeah, power yeah. slide. But if you do that and jump like there's it it gives you extra mobility of like power slide jump power slide jump and every single person this weekend was doing that mm. and we had one guy in particular on in one match I was playing who did that constantly was just jumping around like it was like it was nothing and yeah, it, it was like he was playing Fortnite the best example I can give is it was like Fortnite oh okay it was and so it was really really kind of annoying um, well, see so now, maybe th- they could fix it like Fortnite because in Fortnite, um, if you jump too many times in a row, your jump starts getting lower and lower. Yeah. So yeah, maybe they could, they could fix it some way like that, where like, and I think I want to say, is it Destiny or it might be Destiny, but you can't you can't like slide too many times in a row or something like that. Correct. Correct. There's like a little bit of a cool down, but it's not like it gives you a bar to know that what the cool down is. You're just supposed to, you're just supposed to remember. So maybe if they mm. implemented not only a jump thing, a jump, you know, you can't jump three times in a row, but also like every time you slide, you lose just a little bit of momentum each time. Maybe that could help counteract that. Yeah. Uh, the Sorry, last we're thing. on your like first thing. <laughs> no, no, we we're on the second. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The Scott, last yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. Sorry. The, the the last thing is it's kind of a two parter. Um, one, their new game mode control. I can't stand game mode it. control. Oh, you mean that's the name of the? Okay, go. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, their new game mode control basically tries to turn Call of Duty into siege. Siege. Ooh. Okay. How so? Because you're it's kind of like hard point except um they give you two there's two spots on the map there's mm-hmm. a and b and so it's kind of like hard point slash domination okay and you you basically hold and control those points and this is where some of the other specialists come into place like torque who's got that barbed wire and that that barricade are his special abilities mm-hmm. but it's not call of duty and so another thing it does like Siege is you have a certain amount of lives. Like you're allotted, the team is allotted a certain amount of deaths. Oh, okay. So once you hit past that, you can't. Now, the reason why it's a two-parter is because control on the map, I think it's called Seaside. It's the one that looks like the little Venetian 
place. It's got the shops and things like that. There's a church um, on the map that has a has a the, there's a front door for the entry point, and then on the back is a blown out wall. Uh-huh. Now there's a tank in front of the church and a tank inside the church. Control on this map is garbage. Yeah, because did Drifter tell you that? No, no, no. This is no, this is from <laughs> our own experience. Uh, he had he actually had a way more valid complaint that I may bring up as another part. But anyway, you can climb on top of these tanks. Oh, okay. And the way the lighting is inside the church is you can't really see if someone's on top of that tank. So, like the sun glare, you mean? That and like it's really dim inside the church. The lighting gotcha. that's in the church is really dim. But also, people will just get on top of those and just either pick people from inside the church through that front door or will stay on top and like shoot anyone that they see. And so for me, I play call of duty a certain way. I play either domination or team deathmatch, And I get that they want to try something different and that's what they're trying to do with control, but I don't like it. I personally can't stand it. It was really frustrating and I just didn't have fun. And I know people have had fun with it. Um, but those are my and all the complaints I have are really nitpicky, but it's one of those things that if they don't get fixed, right, it makes for a less than optimal experience for a lot of players. I mean, there's a lot to be said, especially for like professionals and stuff. There's a lot to be said about the meta of the game. If they don't fix the armor problem, then that's what everybody uses. A really good example of this is actually Evo just happened. And a lot of people are basically trying to band together and get Bayonetta banned from Smash in Evo. Because basically everybody who got through to the higher rounds did it because they mained Bayonetta. And so if you don't fix your game, then it becomes a huge problem as far as competitively. If you don't buff certain stuff and make certain stuff better, it's... And so I kind of equate it to something like that. If they don't do that, then like it doesn't become a choice of tacticism it becomes well i have to have the armor because that's what everybody chooses mm-hmm. yeah i mean there's there, there's there's a uh, fine there's... line between balancing because here's the thing mm-hmm. like call of duty and activision and any other like esport they don't want right. to lose and change the game drastically to where they're lar- they're starting to lose players that enjoyed the gameplay that already was you right. Know what I mean, so I think that's a pretty fine line just to be like, well, yeah, just nerf this. Well, there's a large population that enjoys playing with Bayonetta. So now you're going to alienate them because exactly. you created, because right. you created right. an OP character or an OP move or, you know, so I think it's always a tricky subject just to kind of give a blanket statement of, yeah, they need to completely nerf this character or ban this character like you're taking away a portion of the game at that point yeah and i mean yeah they have to they have to run that fine line but i do feel like that's what these tests are for like i always think of that one scene from granchy's like airbags a little slow (laughs) what these tests are for (laughs) now i will i will say the complaints that i have there are there are a good amount of good 
um, the gameplay feels super tight. Like I really like the changes that they've made. Treyarch for the most part. never has a problem with that. Treyarch is right. my favorite Call of Duty. It, it feels like Black Ops Two mm-hmm. with mechanics of Black Ops Three and nice. Specials. That's perfect. I, I mean, I feel like the Call of Duty community. If you listen to the people who play all of them, Black Ops Two was always kind of the one that everybody gravitated towards. Because even like Infinity War. They just—it's so weird how the same game, quote unquote, feels different. Because like when they did Infinite Warfare, even though it was kind of a clone of Black Ops Three, just because a different developer was handling it, it's just that the jumps didn't feel the same, the sliding didn't feel the same, and yeah, it those felt two enough off that it was just you know, kind of, eh, I'm glad they're going a different way because you know who does that the best? Titanfall. Yep. Uh-huh. yep. So I'm glad they're going a different way, but go on. I will say that, that yeah, Black Ops 3 is, Black Ops 3 is probably the best advanced movement Call of Duty, in mm-hmm. my opinion, um, just because it didn't feel too floaty like Advanced Warfare, and it still felt tight and it was still fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also cool new specialists like there's a couple cool new ones there's one like i talked about torque who is definitely designed for control because he's got that barbed wire which is really useful so another thing that i like is they give you plenty of options with these specialists that are black ops 4 you can either play the lone wolf and they've got the ones where you have uh like sarah from black ops 3 you can do the revolver and she's got a new equipment where it's basically a team tack insertion Oh, nice. Or you can you can play support. Um, there's plenty of support options. There's one called Crash, who one of his equipment is a ammo bag that'll drop. Okay. And then when his main gets charged up, he gives the entire team 50 extra health. Nice. Oh, nice. My personal favorite, which I, is, I think is going to be my main, is Recon. And one of the things that Recon has is uh, a Recon Dart, which is the... Oh, um, I've seen that. Yeah, so you shoot the dart in a specific location, and for an extended period of time or until it's destroyed, uh, it, whoever, whatever enemies in that radius, they'll show up on the map. Nice. Yeah. His main is a vision pulse, which is similar to um, what was the bow and arrow from Black Ops Three. Uh, the girl, the girl with the bow sure. and arrow. She she had vision pulse. Oh yeah. But this I works for the entire team. Oh, okay, yeah, his ultimate, yeah. Yeah, so he puts down his night vision goggles or whatever they are, and for the rest of the team, everyone is glowing red. So you can see where they're at at all times. So that's cool. He's been my favorite so far. Yeah. Um, And see, I definitely like them adding in, like, character abilities. I mean, a lot of people are, you know, saying, oh, this is just Overwatch now, and it's like... (sighs) I don't know. Like, I kind of feel like they were headed in that direction when they were doing Black Ops 3. So, and I feel like Black Ops 3 wasn't copying Overwatch other than the fact that I don't think it was out yet, but it was copying Destiny. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, and that's just another Activision, you know, company. So it wasn't a huge surprise to me that, oh, now they have classes. And if anything, they're not copying Overwatch. They're copying you know, MOBA games and stuff like that. They're making it more team oriented. So I feel like that's not a very good, like 
complaint. It's like, oh, it's just like Overwatch now. It's like, okay, Overwatch is one of the biggest games out there. Like, it's that's kind of a good thing. (laughs) It's a good thing, and I feel like. I mean, just from the, I can't say because I haven't tried. I will definitely try out the open beta, but it's like, why? Why is that a bad thing for one? And for two, it's just like, they. I feel like this just seems like the natural progression of Black Ops uh, Three. You know, they started with just the ultimate, whereas now each character has something that's unique to them. So it's kind of like an Overwatch where you have an L1, an R1, and then a one where you like push them together or something like that. And that's kind of exactly how it's set up. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of the same thing that um, Destiny did as well. So it's like, are they copying them or are they trying to be more like destiny which is an activision which is also confusing because overwatch is also blizzard activision so it's like they're just kind of keeping it in the same realm but they're adding their you know black ops flavor which as much as people just absolutely bitch and complain about blackout or whatever i'm i'm really interested the like two seconds that we got in the trailer where somebody's shooting from a helicopter i'm like that seems super OP, but God damn, if I'm not interested. So it is, it is a natural progression. And I think that it's something that we do need to push towards. Um, the problem I think that's going to be faced is a, I don't think call of duty players are ready for that um, in some ways. And B at least this year for this call of duty, I think that only a small portion of the community is going to, benefit from the change to a more hero type shooter with the specific game modes they're putting into place because most everyone in the community are kind of like me and play either domination capture the flag or tdm like i am a primary tdm player because that's the main mode that i can jump in jump out yeah i am i am so excited that they are getting more tactical because the the game modes i personally like are the ones with objectives and having mm-hmm. having the ability to have like you know fifty extra health because you have the right team set up, or you know being able to see through walls or whatever, like that will help with team deathmatch for sure. I mean, but I feel like those tactical decisions will help even more so if you're able to you know um, coordinate towards an objective. In my, you know, in my opinion, yeah. So. Um... I have a lot of good on the beta and I have a, a decent amount of bad, but if anyone is interested, I highly recommend you go take a look at drifters page. Mm-hmm. He's posted a lot of videos, good and bad for the beta. Now, hold on. Um, are you drifter? I'm not drifter. How can we know? <laughs> because drifters got a very drift, drifters got a very distinct dialect that I can't match. <laughs> hey are everyone. You, are, you this is drifter. Say, are you trying to say he has an accent? You bagging on people with the accent? No, he just sounds super intelligent, and I don't most of the time. That <laughs> is very true. <laughs> cutting, yourself, cutting yourself short short there, I think, Nate. Yeah. If anyone's heard Drifter, he sounds like a genius. Like, he sounds like a professor. Like anytime he talks, his and his videos are so intellectual. They're like, they're detailed breakdowns of different things with frames, and it's, yeah. Uh, I don't have the time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that shit. Yeah, I mean, I I am super excited for Black Ops 4. I'm definitely going to try that out. So I'll give a little bit. I don't want to talk about it too much. You know, I'll basically decide if I agree with you because um, 
I mean, the last thing I'll touch on as far as Black Ops 4, other than I'm just generally excited for it, the number one thing I'm going to touch on is the hate that Black Ops always seems to get. And I'm definitely not a fanboy because... I agree with most of it. I agree with the, you know, we haven't even touched on the battle pass and that'll be a whole nother hour long discussion. So I don't want to touch on it too much, but like, I, I agree with it, but at the same time, it's like the amount of hate that like call of duty gets for being call of duty is just like, I don't know. It gets to the point where I feel like some people just hate on it because it's like, it's the nickelback of video games. People hate on it because people hate on it. You know, how many of those people that hate on a um, on a Call of Duty game, how many of those people actually do play it or at least play it enough that like like when a when a competitor like someone like Drifter, who is an actual like I believe he actually does some of the um, like competitive stuff when he starts talking about it and starts complaining about it. It's like I'm willing to listen to that. But then when just like I mean, I don't want to I don't want to throw shade, but when like someone like clean price gaming or downward thrust and they're just ragging on call of duty, it's like, well, how much do you honestly play it versus that's what the overall rigmarole is and so you just want to make a video about it not that i don't trust downward thrust or clean price gaming it's just it's it's just not the same i could make me i could make a video about call of duty and i could make it extremely positive but what is my viewpoint going to matter as far as like i don't make content about it i don't spend hours and hours and hours about it you know so it's like i don't know Ugh. I don't know where that was going. What have I been doing? <laughs> yeah, what I've been doing, I've been watching Orange is the New Black. Have you guys watched that at all? I watched, um, I, I believe it was all of season one and then a little bit of season two. Like, and this was a couple years okay. ago. Um, yeah. But I just, for whatever reason, I fell off of it. You know, I couldn't even tell mm -hmm. you why, but just something about it just got to where I didn't enjoy it anymore. Okay. Okay. Nate? Kind of, kind of the same. Yeah. I watched uh, whenever it was like this. Whenever it was in the zeitgeist, I watched the first two seasons, mm -hmm. and then when season three came out, I watched like the first two episodes, and then something about it, I just I kind of lost interest. And I don't know if that was just me because I know that my wife she she kind of did the same thing. She watched, I think, most of season three, and then just lost interest, and yeah. then tried to go back and watch more of it. And she said it was kind of a chore. Yeah. Um, okay. I know, I know some, I was going to say, I know some of the big changes uh, by big changes. I really only know the one. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that that was the, is either the end of season four or five, mm -hmm. I think. And it's the death of a certain character. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that I mean, four or five? yeah, there's obviously deaths of characters all, well, I mean, not all the time. Death of, death of a character by gunpoint. Was that four or five? Oh, okay. Um, that was... I guess I need to figure out how much there actually is. How many seasons are there? there six is right now. Okay, six right now. So, yeah, season three... Uh, that's... It's hard to... It's hard to think exactly what was season three and why... Because what... What got me a little off uh, 
Um, I think it was season three was a little bit boring. It was just kind of more of the same season four was kind of like what was boring about that is that it was leading into season five and then season five was the riot and it was the, okay. So it was season five, I think is the scene I'm talking about. Yes. Um, and then yeah, season five was the riot. And so now season six was kind of the aftermath of it. And I feel like this was the change it really needed because we're no longer in familiar territory. We're in like max. We're in like the max uh, instead of, I don't know what, I don't know. You're what, in your maximum security instead of yeah. the general general pop. It, there you go. Thank gen pop. That's what they call it. Um, so yeah, now you're in the max security part of the prison. I think it's still Litchfield. It's just not, now you're in a completely different part of it. And because of that, it's a completely different show. And in, in some ways, not a, obviously you still have, you know, you still have the main characters, but now putting them in a different place really introduced to a whole new group of characters you know and if anything i think that's why season three for sure started to get stale because it's just more of the same and then season four like i said even though we i mean you get new characters all the time obviously but season four was especially bad in my opinion because i really felt like they were going towards um season five which was the riot i really feel like if they would have gotten there faster and then here we go season six is the aftermath and now we have a change of scene we have a huge amount of new characters i felt like if they would have been able to get to this point a little bit sooner it wouldn't have been so stale for me and i feel like I feel like we were right there with you guys as far as like like season three it's just that I don't know. I, I think it was just the characters as far as that kept me going because and it was more, I mean, especially season four, <laughs> uh, it was more kind of, we watched it because, oh, well, it's something new and it's not bad. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I can't remember the last time I've heard anybody like on like my Facebook on Twitter or anything, just talking about orange is the new black. Like there's yeah. the big hype of, Hey, new season is coming. And then it's just like crickets, you know? So, yeah. And, I, but I know yeah. like the first I mean, three seasons, like everybody was hyped for it. And yes, it's the same thing with the walking. Yeah, dead. Same for the walking, oh, the yes. walking dead at least still exactly has enough shock value in some of those episodes that people talk about no, it. it but. Doesn't. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about like public perception. Like, cause I yes. remember up until five, like on, cause I remember I would get death spoiled for me because like new episodes, True. people, oh my God, I can't believe such and such died. Like it was a constant thing I would see yeah. on right. Facebook, but now nobody talks about that. Yeah, Walking I can't. Dead. Yep, nobody gives a crap. I can't remember <laughs> anybody talking about Walking Dead either now that you mentioned. It's like it just exists and people watch it, but it's not a highly popularized thing anymore. I don't know. It's kind of a yeah. weird. The, the last season was absolutely the worst. I, the last season was setting up for the war of this season. So then this season is just ready, is just now getting ready to release on 
Netflix. And it's like, I want to watch it, but also at the same time, last season for me, even though it, it had a lot of Negan or whatever, it was just so boring because like the entire season just seemed like a setup. Because then finally we get the the war or whatever, but obviously that's when the seasons the ended, and that was the last one I saw because that's what I watch on uh, that that particular show I watch on Netflix, which we'll talk about that more later. So here's the here's the thing for me is that's kind of where I'm at because I've heard nothing but people being like really excited for season was it nine that's coming out on Netflix. Uh, no, 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 no. Like airing. Is it season nine? Oh, is season God. eight coming to Netflix? I think so. I think it is season nine. <laughs> people from Comic-Con, people have been like, oh, this looks really good. And I'm like, man, do I want to go through season six and seven and eight just to get to this? Or do I just right. want to watch a recap? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't know. And it, it does put it in such an interesting thing because I, uh, going back to Orange is the New Black, I'm in an interesting place because I really like this season. However, um, sorry guys, I'm going to spoil it for you, but if you're stuck back in season three, you'll never get there anyway. So for any of those who have seen <laughs> the most recent seasons and you haven't finished it, skip forward like 30 seconds. It won't take me that long to talk about it. Um, but what I, what I didn't, what I like this season overall, but what I didn't like is actually the way it ended because I haven't looked it up. I could probably Google it literally right now, but I'm not going to. Um, but what I didn't like about it is the fact that it kind of just ended in a way that like, is that the end of the series? You mm. know, like a good example is stranger things, stranger things, the season two, you know, it ended like really happily, but then right at the end, there was that carrot at the end of the string. This one didn't have the carrot at the end of the string. There were a few things that were like, oh, that's a sad ending, but there wasn't enough that felt like, oh, I need to know what happens next. And huge spoiler, huge spoiler. So if you skip forward, I'm still talking about spoilers. Go forward a little bit further. Um, huge spoiler. Um, Piper gets out. And so considering that the entire series is built around the fact that she went to prison and now she's out, like how, how, I mean, obviously they could still play on the fact that now she's trying to get used to life outside of the prison, but the whole, I mean, even the name orange is the new black, like that is the point of the, of the series is Piper goes to jail and everything. So now that she's out, it seems like even though there's a little things left up in the air, there's a lot that's like, okay, that seems like a good place to start. The, the, the last line that's spoken in the, in the show is okay. What now his, she gets, you know, brought home from her brother and he's like, well, what are you going to do now? And then it just ends kind of. So it's like, that's actually a really good place to stop it because there were, I don't know. It's so it's at such a weird place. And like I said, I could Google it right now if they're going to come out with another season, but it's like, it is kind of confusing that if they were going to have another season, why weren't there more things that were just thrown up into the air? If I, if I'm thinking like a producer or a director or a, or a screenwriter or something like that. Yeah. If there was to be another season, if that, if that's how season six ends, if there was to be another season, maybe it would be like a short season where we kind of maybe get 
maybe a little bit of a, like a closing of everyone else's story. Yeah. Apart from them just maybe like still a Gilmore being like Royals, a, where like it's like four, episode. four episodes. Yeah, I was about to say four episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I don't see why, and I don't know her story, so I don't know if this does happen, but uh, I don't see the point in her going back to prison. You know what right, I mean? Right, Because didn't that happen in like season two or three where she got out and then she went back? Was there? I can't remember. I remember there be it may have been a flashback. Well, I mean, I don't really remember. Here's the thing: anytime a show leaves the premise, I feel like it, I right. feel like it's done. You can do yep. a spinoff if you want to, of somehow. Mm-hmm. But Orange is the New Black. Once your main character is no longer Orange, what what are you doing? Yep. You know exactly. So yeah, that's why it's at such a weird place. So and now you, that she's green, you don't really yeah. know. What to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about colors to you, isn't it, Nate? I'm colorist. Oh wait, Darkest Minds was Coach. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so then let's talk about one of the. We have a couple more things to talk about. So let's, let's, let's start, do that. <laughs> <laughs> let's start with Rampage. Um, I I put this in the Discord group. So if you're a part of the Discord group, hey, how you doing? This might look familiar, but. Rampage hurt my brain. Man, look. That that is my impressions on Rampage. Uh coach, what's your impressions? Look, can I just say I had no interest in seeing this movie. Found out Sunday Absolutely I was not. on this show and you're like, "Hey, have you seen Rampage?" and I was like, "I guess I can watch it before the show." And I did, and good god, I hate you. <laughs> like <laughs> You're welcome. Man. You're absolutely welcome. Like, here's the thing, too. I think I'm coming off like a bit of a downswing because I just saw Skyscraper like a couple weeks ago. And at, <laughs> and at this point, I'm like the rock out, you know? Um, so just the sitting rock. through <laughs> another hour and a half of the rock being the rock, just along with the big white gorilla, just didn't do it for me in any way. But yeah. the whole thing was just so senseless. Like... Yeah, man, it was so. I don't know how to feel about it. It was it was yeah. so terrible. What do you think, Nate? I like oh. that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, so so here's the thing with the rock movies: you do have to pace yourself. So it's always at least a year that I've seen something. So, like for example, last year I saw Central Intelligence. I like Central Intelligence. I thought it was funny. Um, and then Rampage came out. I also saw saw Skyscraper as well. But I saw Rampage when it came out to theaters because it was kind of one of those, we're not doing anything, let's go see a movie. Right. Um, for what it, for, so for for the franchise Rampage, this I will say this movie does nothing no. for it. Oh, absolutely God, no, yeah. Whatsoever. It's almost not even really related by There's any means. Monsters Other than they the felt buildings. the need to have the cam- cabinet of the game in as many shots in the office as they could. Like, yep. One time was a nice little, haha, look at this. But then they had it over and over and over again, at which yep. point I'm like, you're just flipping us up off at this point. Yeah. So I like Rampage for just a just a popcorn summer. Hey, let's go see a movie. For for if you're looking at it at if you're looking at it in that light, <laughs> I liked it. Um there are definitely some problems with it. Definitely. But I really I like Joe Manganiello for what short time he was in it. I like The Rock, and I like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, which I will say at first, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's cowboy thing, Ugh. like mm. like push pushed me off. Oh yeah, but did. as the movie went on, I was like, okay, um, this is well. Can I also just say the fact 
uh, Nick, did you see it in theaters or did you watch it when it came out on digital? I saw it in theaters. Okay. What about you, Nick? And I saw it in Redbox. Okay, see, I watched it in Redbox, too, so I wonder if seeing it in theater, because there is a bit of a spectacle to the movie in terms of all the destruction. Um, I could have watched it on my phone, or I could have watched it on an IMAX. I don't think my opinion of it would have No, but I'm just saying, seeing, you know, buildings getting torn down and, you know, a Mm thousand-inch screen is kind of cool, so... Yeah, it, it, it probably that probably movie probably is viewed better when it is in theaters. And, and like I was saying, it's it's for what it is, just a hey, let's go to the movies, eat some popcorn, and watch a destruction film. Mm. That's what it was good for. Yeah. I've seen better disaster movies, you know, but like, it, I don't know. It had it had some charm and some humor to it that I appreciated. Like I yeah, liked the yeah. beginning. I liked the beginning, beginning when they scared the new guy. Like I thought that was really funny. That was um, good for a good character moment for like the monkey or whatever. But then I did, eh. I did like the thing at the end where he, where George, the Rock thought George died, and right. then like him and the girl. Spoiler, at the end, and by the George, way, I guess. Yeah, for rampage. Yeah, and then uh, he looks up, and then you look over, and George is doing the finger and the. <laughs> The like sex motion. I thought that that was really funny. <laughs> I got a chuckle was, out of that. It was funny, but like, okay, I'm gonna tell you two parts. Uh, one I guess is a major spoiler, but if you haven't seen this movie, you probably don't want to see it at this point. So I'm not really spoiling anything for you. I'm saving you. That's right. It is a humanitarian at this point. You only have to claim spoilers if it matters, right? Like, right? Okay, so there are two. Two ma- okay, the part that actually made me say the line on Discord, which was Rampage hurts my brain. There was plenty of points that hurt my brain, but the main point that made me finally say F it, and I put that on Discord, was the part where they're they're sneaking through the forest because they're trying to find Ralph, which is the wolf. They're sneaking through the forest, and of course they have to have that false jump scare, which is just the oldest cliche thing in the book, because... It's so obvious that the real jump scare is coming that it's not a jump scare anymore. So why have the fake jump scare in the first place? Because it's in your freaking handbook and you have to follow your handbook. Otherwise, you're not a fucking movie, apparently. So anyways, this part comes and it's the false jump scare and it's these it's these freaking deers. And oh no, it's deers or whatever. But here's the part that hurts my brain. The way they set it up is that the deers run through. The guys get a little. Oh, <laughs> I guess that was that was scared. And then all of a sudden, the guy, the wolf comes from behind and eats a guy. But here's the part that hurts my brain. Why would the deers be running towards the fucking wolf? You know, you bring up some great points, and this is why the movie is terrible, and. It was like that the whole movie, though. There was just small yes. incremental things every rip that just made no sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So They were movieing for the sake of movieing. Like, they had yeah. to have a sniveling little fuck to have a sniveling little fuck. There was no reason to have that guy in there other than... Yay, feminism. I'm sorry. I know that's a shitty thing to say, but the woman, she kept her cool and she like, I don't know if they're brother and sister. Was that established? Yeah. 
Yeah, okay, so they had to have the guy be a sniveling little fuck because they needed the woman to be empowering. And you know, when it when they do it right, I love that. I think that's great. The new Tomb Raider and how she is not as focused on, you know, hey, look at my big boobs because I'm Angelina Jolie. Instead, they had this woman who, and I, I think she was very empowering in all the right ways. Yep. You know, even even the song that they chose for the trailer, it was like a remit. I'm a survivor. Uh-huh. I don't go get uh. like the, the even the song that they chose for the trailer was just absolutely awesome and the movie itself her empowerment was great but to have the sniveling little fuck just so that she could overpower him and be the better sibling or whatever just seem so cliche and it was just one cliche out of so many cliches and it's just like i said about the handbook there were so many things that were they they wrote things into the script because it's like well this is an action movie that has big you know monsters so this needs to be in it this needs to be in it and it's oh my god yep yep just hurt uh, my th- freaking ba- brain do you, do you think that it would be safe to say that if this movie didn't have the rock in it it would be a lot worse hell yeah hell yeah and i mean there's definitely some things that i liked about it but then there were so many there were some things that were just so rocky about it (laughs) (laughs) so yeah this is for me this is definitely a lower tier rock movie for me yeah um but it's one of those that that's kind of my thing sometimes is like i'm just gonna go watch a movie and just gonna shut my brain off and for that i think it's good but yeah it does it is very action movie tropey yes and you know i'm the type of person that gets a kick out of the lines that they show in the trailer so like when we're watching the movie and they're in the helicopter which let's point out how many like how many combat vehicles does a rock get into in this movie <laughs> i mean it's it's like he's know, in it's one like after Jack another trades master of none yeah i know i know but but when he when he's in the plane or the helicopter and the wolf jumps off the building he was like of course the wolf can fly. Like I just, I I just, I got a kick out of that. And sometimes dumb humor like that really just, I can, I can jive with, but if we're comparing it to skyscraper in particular, skyscraper, I thought was great. I thought was really, really good. Really? Well, that, that needs to be a different discussion. Can I just say, (laughs) well, okay. It's not, it's not, it's not like movie gold, but I thought it had a lot of heart and I really Well, it was better it. than Rampage. I mean, that's accurate. Yeah, I will say that. It was but, better than Rampage. Like, here's the thing. Is that really a bar you want to be a part of? Look, here's... Like, hey, internet, you're better than the fucking Rampage movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm at, I'm at the point I said at the beginning where I'm a little bit of the rock doubt. And there was a movie he did where it was basically just him called Snitch. And I, that's yeah, I like that. One. I did not like that movie. I did. Not I liked like that it. Movie. I thought it was okay. Like it wasn't again a cinematic. We can't trust you with the Rock anymore at this point. Okay. Yeah. Like <laughs> no, it was one of those that I felt like the, and you may be able to agree or disagree. It's one of those that I felt like the story was very one dimensional and didn't go anywhere. I liked him in Faster. Okay, that see, one I was very one. grounded, and it was very it was faster. Uh, in a in a sense, I guess it was very. It was kind of your run-of-the-mill um, revenge story, but at the same time, I felt like they they grounded it enough 
and it was everything was very um it was definitely not cg (laughs) you know and so like for that i kind of really liked even though there was plenty about it that was kind of just like okay here's another revenge cop movie i guess so but at the same time i i i enjoyed it in the sense that you know the rock is definitely charming that we, we we don't have to argue that and the rock is just he has a presence but like here's a perfect 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 example because it's in the same franchise the rock that we got in fast five i oh, love oh my oh, god man. he was so that was pinnacle that was like the point for me where i'm like okay the rock is you know something you know what i mean like, right and i know but he had been in other get... stuff before but man yeah. fast five he was so good and that was he the was, most jacked he was, that he had ever been in his life. I mean, my God. Oh, right? Yeah. And that's the rock we have. That's the, at least physique-wise, that's the rock we always ex- expect in all our movies now is Fast Five Rock. But here's the thing is that then all of a sudden, you know, we get the, you know, Tooth Fairy Rock back. And now it's like he's super charming and he's super relatable and he's very Terry Cruzy, But... I liked Fast Five Rock. I liked this overpowering, like, hoorah, motherfucker. Like, that guy I really liked. But then we get this... Oh, my God. And it's in the same franchise. That's what I don't get. Because all of a sudden, he goes from this really, really tough guy, this in this just foreboding guy, and it's just like, oh, my God. That character was just such a good antagonist. He got heavily the second. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. The second he turned into a quote unquote like anti hero, but he's you know he um he's still the government, but he's on. The, he's with the as family. As soon as he turned into that, like the first scene or one of the first scenes you see him. Well, no, I guess it is the first scene you see him in the most recent Fast movie. He's like coaching his daughter's team, and they do this stupid like Hawaiian thing, which good good for you. You're 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 showing your heritage and there's nothing wrong with that but it just it was just so cheesy it was so freaking cheesy and it's like you took you took this absolutely like brick shit house of a guy and turned him into this soccer coach dad and you made that the joke you made the yeah. fact that you have this big tough guy who's actually sensitive. You made it a joke rather than keeping this guy that like him doing the whole thing with the torpedo at the end of the movie. Like yeah. that's a joke. It's like, oh, I'm so tough that I can do this. And that's supposed to be funny. You know, that's yeah, that's the entire plot of Central well, Intelligence. <laughs> right. Here's where I'm at with The Rock. And this was kind of the point I was going to. I don't know if he can carry a movie, but he definitely elevates a movie. Like, yeah, I can agree and, with that. Yeah, I you can know. So I think that's where I'm at with The Rock is kind of if it's a Rock movie, I, I'm not as excited as I am if it's a movie with The Rock in it. Right. You know, part of what made Fast Five so good was The Rock's intimidating presence and just how yeah. huge he was and how awesome he was and. You know, Fast Five itself is one of the greatest heist movies you'll ever see. 
Um, yeah. But that's where I'm at with The Rock. Because you think about all the movies he's been in, Jumanji, which is like probably the last like good movie he was in, you know, it wasn't just The Rock. It was The Rock and other people, you know, that helped carry right, the movie. Right. It was Central Intelligence. Kevin Hart helped carry that movie. Uh, you know, so I just feel like in Fast Five and all that stuff, it's not just The Rock. It's other people. I feel like he elevates. Right. Good point. But I don't know if he carries. Definitely. I like how no one's bringing up Baywatch right now. <laughs> I actually enjoyed Baywatch for what it was. I did, no, I, I, no yeah, you're not I, allowed yeah. to like that and then I, hate Rampage. I just it doesn't make sense in my brain. Okay, I, okay, I will say that Baywatch is a better movie than Rampage. Okay, I'll agree with that. <laughs> but again, yeah, that's Baywatch not, was it's not a high. It's not a high freaking bar, but I'll agree with it. Baywatch was pretty funny. Like there was a lot of parts I really did. I, I okay, so I guess spoilers for Baywatch. Any movie. That has a scene where a dude gets a hard on and he's sitting <laughs> on his stomach yeah. in those like those lawn chairs and gets stuck in the chair with his heart on. See, now you got that me. That movie rock, was great. That charming, the rock we got in that, and the charming rock, but he's still a buff guy, and that kind of comedy works for that kind of movie. But then when you have this action movie, but you're still trying to be quirky, I just don't know if that rock is the right rock that we need for it. Yeah, you know, and so I feel like I feel like they needed a better balance between the charming, funny rock to the you know intimidating rock. Yeah, especially for this movie when you're supposed to somehow believe he can go up against a huge freaking crocodile. That whole scene where he was just trying to fight it, but like it was just it was laughable because of not only just how much cg there was but it's like it was just like oh yeah right oh come on oh really no stop it oh come on why is this not stopping okay thank you thank you it is finally done all right so yeah that's what we think about rampage what did you guys think of rampage if you liked it let us know what kind of you know weed you were smoking or what kind of drugs you were on because obviously i wasn't on the right kind so let us know at threadx3 productions on twitter or tx3 productions on twitter or threadx3 productions at gmail.com um let's i will say i was not high whenever i saw rampage well, yeah okay yeah. let's just agree to disagree okay it was after that <laughs> you had to in order to get over it boom i got you sucker <laughs> So let's head on to our comic book book club. All right, so comic book book club. Last time we chose, I don't know why at this point, but we chose like, hey, let's go back to the original. We went to the original Avengers 1963. Um... It was definitely interesting. Definitely interesting going back in time to the 1960s comic books. So, I mean, Nate, what was what was what was your impressions on it? So, the thing I liked about it was that for anyone who wasn't following along, we got to experience it with you as well because you proceeded to post several screenshots <laughs> of just the the just the different boards just the different mm -hmm. like conversations going on <laughs> so it was really a sharing experience for everyone yeah, but the boards were it's pretty so good. funny 
it's so funny to live in the world we live in now yeah. post MCU mm-hmm. and go back and read like these these comics and like different excerpts and things like that and just see the change see oh these are what comic books are now but this is what they used to be yeah you know this is definitely classified as the college willikers batman <laughs> oh god right oh my jeepers i mean like i can't imagine talking like that i mean with with just my my own mannerisms just oh my god it was such a funny experience i mean i mean i i ugh. This is going to get me some flack. So, this is going to get me some major flack. I mean, I'm going to have so much flack that I'm going to be taking down airplanes. <laughs> Anyways, going to have so much flack you can make a jacket out of it. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Anyways, uh, um, but after reading this, and it's so hard because we live in such a different time. But after reading this, I'm like, how did people like this? How was this like, you know, genre changing <laughs> back in the day? Like, oh, this is what comic books are. If you're not doing this, you're a bad comic book. Like, okay, a couple of the things, if you're not a part of our discard group, uh, a couple of the things that just really, really stood out to me is just the over explaining that that was prevalent in the earlier issues of marvel in general just they explained everything even what they were showing on the screen they felt the need to elaborate and i felt like it was because the <laughs> one of the funniest ones is when he uses his telepathy to mess with the radio signals. And apparently that means tornado. <laughs> so, so can, can I do everyone a favor and can I read some of these that you sent? Sure. Go for it. So, so one of the ones, and I'm going to do these dramatic. One of the ones was uh, to, to, for an example of the uh, over explanation, it says, and so I'm going to read this dramatically. <laughs> And so, seconds later, a frantic message is beamed from the headquarters of the Teen Brigade in the southwest, halfway across the country towards New York. (laughs) (laughs) It's just... And then my favorite one that you said, with the tag, LOL, casual sexism. It's it's a still of... uh, I guess that's Wasp. Yeah, I think it's Wasp with Ant-Man. She says, Henry Pym, you're, you're beginning to sound like a stuffy old bachelor again. To his response... And I intend to remain that way. Now see if you can't be quiet long enough for me to activate the double catapult. <laughs> oh, man. Different times. Different times. You Different see, it was okay times. to just spank a girl's bottom back then. Oh, my God. You didn't have to worry about being a Weinstein. Or <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the casual Yeah, the casual sexism was just like, I feel like... like in all seriousness, without trying to be a dick or anything, but like in all seriousness, if something like that was written in a Marvel book nowadays, like I even if it was set back in the 1950s, I feel like there'd still be people like, how could you write a woman character that way? It's so demeaning, you know? And so to go back in time and to see that, you know, not only was this prevalent, but it's like, I, I mean, how many woman writers were even back in the day? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah. Just, yeah. So that was one of the things. One of the things was the overacting. And then another thing is I really highly suggest, and this isn't just me plugging, but I really highly suggest you go and you join our discord because one of, one of the, um, pictures that I sent was just of a guy staring (laughs) at the camera and it's just like, I am going to eat your soul. <laughs> it's like that scene from Little Nicky when he gets possessed and he's like, I will eat your heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so creepy. And it's like, it's supposed to be like excitement. Dramatic. I yeah. guess like, yeah, we just got a, a a radio call from Thor or whatever. We're so excited. He's just like, I'm so excited. I wonder what his <laughs> flesh tastes like. <laughs> oh my god. And another really really good one. Um let me bring oh my let god. me bring it up is on it, my is phone. Is it the Thor one? Sorry, go ahead. Is it the Thor one? What? Is it the Thor one? Yes, it's the Thor one where it's now having um having like the the text bubbles where it's like in yellow and it's supposed to be the narrator having the um having the narrator over explain stuff kind of makes sense because it's like it's like a 1950s like meanwhile back at the Legion of Doom, you know, like it, like having having the narrator over explain things is one thing, but having a character in the, in the freak. Oh my God. It's uh, here we go. So Thor is talking and he's like, by hurling my mighty hammer and holding on to the unbreakable thong. <laughs> I couldn't even get through it. Yeah. Your response was now the characters are doing it too. <laughs> now the characters are, Oh my God. But yeah. So he's explaining how he flies basically and how he flies is he doesn't actually fly what he does is he throws his hammer and he throws it with such immense force that it lifts him off the ground and because reasons (laughs) because stan lee uh, apparently assumed everybody was stupid and wouldn't be able to understand it (laughs) not only that but it's like i feel like thor would have already been an established character. So he's really like, they put this part in there for people who maybe never read a Thor comic. And so they don't understand that. Well, no, he doesn't fly. Actually, what he does is he throws his hammer, but I don't know. It just keep going. He sees Hulk, but it's not really Hulk. So he's like strange. He moves as though he hasn't seen me as though He's not aware of anything. Of course, that's in bold and it's exclamation. No, now he sees me. He's grasping a huge bolter. He intends to hurl it at me, but by my hammer, we'll stop him. (laughs) (laughs) Who in the history of ever talks like that? Like even like... Oh my God. Like, oh no, he sees me. Oh no, he's picking up a rock. Oh no, he's going to hurl it at me. I guess I should do something about that. Yeah, that's that's so interesting. Just how yeah. dramatically it's written, I guess. <laughs> like I don't like I don't I don't even imagine Shakespeare doing this. Be like, art thou dagger stabbeth in thine chest. And I understand you know this is Thor and so he has different mannerisms, but 
This sounds oh exactly like something that would be written in the Batman original TV show with Adam West. That is... Adam West. It just sounds like something that that show would say. Golly, G. Wilker's yeah, Batman. Yeah, all that good stuff. See, and, and that's the thing, is that like when when they had Adam West and they would do like the, you know, but they would be like, pow, bing. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> what Thor is doing. He's explaining the bam. He's explaining the pow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. It's like I got through like I want to say I didn't get through that much. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I didn't get through that much. For one, I'm getting through a different job. I'm quitting one job, starting another job. I had to like, you know, it's a whole thing. So that's for one. I got through plenty of it, you know, so I'm not going to I'm not going to say that much, but I mean, but the point is it's it was hard it was hard to get through it and i wanted i literally i literally said this on on discord i'm like i have to like film myself reading this because it's just so funny it's like i can't go and i can't go one panel with just without just laughing my ass off and i don't know if that's a good or bad thing it's it's one of those that uh i know that there are a certain group of of people who really do enjoy those comics and i think it's just to look at it through a nostalgic lens mm-hmm. honestly mm-hmm. um because nowadays there are there are a lot better stories mm-hmm. to read but you know if also if if you're a big fan of the avengers like you may really like the these older books kind of to see where everything came from right you know, for me i'm not well versed enough in marvel's actual comics because i've always been a dc comic reader oh. um but there are several there are several Marvel stories that I have really enjoyed, primarily being the Ultimates line. Mm-hmm, definitely. But, oh, Ultimate the, Spider-Man. Yeah. Yes, please. Well, Ultimate Spider-Man, Ultimate Fantastic Four, Ultimate X-Men. Yes. Like it's like Ultimate Ultimate. There are, I mean, pff. Ultimate Ultimate. Yeah. Ultimate Avengers was really good too. Yes. But uh, so there's certain storylines and certain runs that I really enjoy, but my knowledge for like different stories of of their comics past, yeah, um, I'm not super knowledgeable about. Yeah, and I mean, uh, when I first got really into comic book reading, this was back when I worked at an outgoing um, call center, so not ingoing. Uh, so the difference there is that we would call people. So the like, I'd say, I'd say like seventy five percent of my day was I'd hear. I'd hear somebody's answering machine and then I'd hang up because we don't leave, we don't leave uh, calls on the answer machine. So, you know, a good percentage of my day was I'd hear the answer machine, hang up, hear an answer machine, hang up. Oh, Hey, would you like to donate to, okay. Answer machine, hang, you know, so that was most of my day. And so that's when I really got into comic books. Obviously at that point, you know, I, it's 2000, 13 2012 and stuff so a lot of the stuff i was getting into was a the much more gritty and sort of grounded i mean obviously you still have iron man and he somehow has this technology and you have thor and he's magical and stuff but still it's it was a lot more grounded and so yeah going going back to this to this weird weird time uh i love it but not for the intended way that I love it. I love it just for the absolute campiness of it, for the absolute gut busting uh, faces. Like there's one where like Thor is trying to explain himself or something like, okay, another thing. Um, Iron Man says lad 
like, isn't he from New York? <laughs> like, yeah. oh, listen to me, Latte. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's go, and we're going to say the day, Latte. <laughs> like it, it, it happened enough times where I'm like, was that common in America? Like, not only that, but it's like I thought he was a New Yorker. So, we, like, I would, I would think like you know Wolverine, where he says "bub," which Wolverine is canadian so it's like here we have an american who sounds british and then a canadian who sounds american because he says bub a lot not bubba (laughs) bubba i said that really close not bub but bub space a lot (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so real quick uh i have breaking news breaking that was your as of Jesus. an hour, as of an hour ago, the statement from IGN about the Dead Cells review has been made, and they have let the writer go. Oh, very interesting. Jeez. IGN, I'm IGN came out with an, not surprised. IGN came out with an official statement. Um, I'm just going to read this part. It says, "We take our review process seriously. In most cases, reviewers are expected to play a game single player or story campaign to completion at least once, as well as spend additional time capturing gameplay to supply content for the video component." Though our Dead Cells review, reviewer played the game and came away with glowing opinions of it, as did many of our other staff members, the review itself was simply not acceptable. We've parted ways with the writer involved in the review, and we will be re-reviewing Dead Cells this week. Wow. Man. Wow. So I guess that answers the question. Yeah, it's probably plagiarized. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. Well, yeah. I, I, and see, this might go back to my point before, where it's like, will they fire him in order to basically save face? Probably. I mean, I would mean, well, mm. I, I, before this, I would have said probably because they need to make a smart business decision for them. Right. Because if they let this slide, they lose their credibility. Absolutely. What, what credibility they have? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. some people don't think they have any. But yeah, exactly. that is very interesting that they let him go, and it's it's it's. So I mean, if you guys if you guys are a part of the Discord group or whatever, um, we'll be choosing a new comic book book club once a month. So uh, if you would like to join us there, that'd be great. Um, and let us know if you have, if you have comiXology, it's, you can borrow it. So it's pretty much for, for quote unquote free. I mean, obviously you still have to have uh comiXology, but if, if, if you have it, you know, let us know. Um, it was definitely an experience. Like um, in all seriousness, um, I liked it, you know, like I said, it might not have been for the intended purposes, um, but it is, it is just, it is something weird to just go back and to see something through a completely different lens, you know, to see how, like, the way Thor acts in this one is similar, you know, you know, they have the somewhat the dna but it's also so much different but yeah i'd like to i'd like to know i'd like to keep the conversation going in our discord or at tx3 productions and you know let us know everything you thought about it and if you feel the same way or if 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 you read it back then and you read it again for the comic book book club you know is your opinion way different? I, I would definitely like to have a conversation with that person because ours is very much askew because we have such a different starting point, I guess, for Marvel. So, yeah, let us know in the comments, down in the TX3, all that stuff. Um, so let's go ahead and 
Um, another thing we wanted to do alongside our comic book book club and a couple of other things is we wanted to do a choose a rando movie. All right. So um, here's how the rules are going to work. I'm going to have Nate. He's going to choose a number and that's going to correlate to, you know, something. Coach is going to pick a number and that's going to correlate to another thing. We're going to all watch this movie together. Okay. So first off, uh, Coach, red or green? Green. Okay. Green is Hulu. I'm going to have to choose a different thing next time because I don't want you to know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So here's how it's going to work. So coach you chose hulu so now i'm in the more movies catalog uh nate give me a number one to ten five okay one two or i guess i should count one two three four five animated justice league okay that's not so bad give me give me a number one through five or one through ten eight eight one two Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Ooh, Justice League War. Ooh, okay. That might be interesting. Right. Oh, if you would have want one more, we would have had Justice League Dark. Oh, dang it! I haven't seen that I one. I haven't seen. Well, I don't think I've seen War either. Actually, so I feel that like I've seen might not War. Be bad. I don't remember. Oh, it has Shazam. I haven't seen anything with Shazam, so I definitely haven't seen it. Justice League War. That is the, that is our rando movie of the day. So next time we'll come on, we'll do a review of it and everything. Um, I think we got we got lucky this time because <laughs> it very yeah. well could have been like um, Zombiever <laughs> or something really bad like that. So I I feel like we definitely we got off way too freaking easy this time. So uh, Justice League War, if you'd like to join in the discussion you can go to our Discord and we'll have a whole channel dedicated to our rando movie of the week. So this week's rando movie of the week is Justice League War and we will review that next time. Coming up, since this is a new weekly show, we can kind of tease what's going to come up. So coming up, we're going to have our impressions on Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight is one of the PlayStation Plus games of the month. So I'm actually super excited about this. I was debating on whether or not I wanted to get that or Friday the 13th because Dead by Daylight was actually like $10 cheaper at the time and... I ended up getting something. I can't remember what, but I ended up getting something else. But I always wondered, you know, because they both looked really good. Now we get it for free. So I don't have to make that decision anymore. And with all the lawsuits for Friday the 13th, we won't get into that. (laughs) But um, one of the cool things I'm actually kind of excited for is you can play as uh, Freddy from the Freddy Krueger. You can play as Freddy in this game and Like, I'm actually genuinely excited about this. So you're going to get our impressions on Dead by Daylight. Um, I will also hopefully, no guarantee, but I'm mostly, this is like, you know, 90% sure. I'm going to get Overcooked 2. So I want to get our impressions on that. We all will be able to, because this is a Netflix movie, we'll all be able to talk about the package. This looks like, you know, a silly, you know, gross out comedy about a couple of teenagers that go camping. It looks kind of funny, so we'll talk about our impressions on that. Also, coming up, 
Um, this will be, I think, just in time for next week because August 11th, Rocket Leagues is starting their U.S. qualifiers on August 11th. So we'll talk about that in esports. I want to kind of start mixing in a little bit of everything nerdy, and esports is definitely becoming a huge thing to talk about. And Rocket League, for me, is super easy to get into because it's basically like a sport already, but now you have rocket-powered you know, cars. So I'm really excited to kind of start from the beginning and maybe hopefully watch, you know, one of the U.S. guys hopefully go to the end. So I'm really excited to start this off. U.S. qualifiers start on August 11th. So if you'd like to join us there, we'll also have a discussion on Discord about that. So thank you so much for joining me, Nate. What up? Thank you for joining me, Coach. Anytime. And... Oh, I guess I should have given you a chance to reply. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining me, guys. Uh, once again, we will be weekly and we will be changing to Mondays. The podcast will be out on Mondays now. So thank you so much for joining us for Nerd to the Third. Bro, you want to know what pushes my buttons? What pushes your buttons, Nick? Thank you. That's what you did last time. I was no, like expecting you to I know. I, I, know. You to I be... thought you. I. I thought you were doing the thing. We can. No. Now never. It's time for you know, you know what? Okay. Be a do it again. professional. Do it again. And just. Fuck it. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. Can I don't need a script? Okay. <laughs> you're just you're typing. You keep <laughs> shut up. I have to like, I have to keep up. Okay. Don't distract me with telling me that I'm typing. I fucking know. Okay. So what really pushes me me buttons? <laughs> <laughs> what pushes me buttons? Oh, you know what pushes me buttons, me buddies. Let's me tell ya. So are we just gonna put like comments on the talk? No, you're not gonna put. Just put the timestamp of when I fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. And it is jizz. <laughs> it is what it shall, what it forever will be. <laughs> what? I don't fucking know. You don't fucking know.